Any thoughts? Yeah. I... Any... Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, no, Mubu. Go first, it's fine. <laughs> Okay, I just I just wanted to add one thing, ne? I, I I really I shame I really really used to have hope, ne, for our generation because this is the workforce, this is the old workforce, this is the ANC gang, ne, and slowly but surely our generation is moving into the workforce. So I, I, I used to have so much hope. I'm like, okay, our generation is going to change the world. Then I realized that when you walk into an organization or an institution, there's a mindset. Imagine that you want to do your job and how the hell are you going to do your job at home affairs? Knowing very well that the mindset yeah home affairs home affairs yeah fana throughout the country so i feel like now i'm just really worried that even though you have these bright young leaders who want to make a change like us out there in an organization and the mindset is just already raining down on you to just conform to what it is that is being done in that institution. So I actually now I have no hope go quite. Banana. Banana. I I like any bend I hope. So I change yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> But I was like what you said and up here it's very much important and especially that people underestimate the power of therapy. I gave this other guy uh this example that before you go to therapy you are like this, but that person who is giving you therapy, I think as psychologists, even if the memes say that we, we ask your upbringing, whatever, whatever. <laughs> in therapy, you do a lot of talking because we want to hear from your side, where did it go wrong? How did you develop whatever that you develop? Because it's like a girl who is saying that I don't like marriage. There's something that triggered you to say that you don't want to be married ever, mm-hmm. or you don't want ever there has to be something back there that triggered it so when you go like this to therapy they actually pointed out that okay there's insecurity here there is trust Mm. here rejection here now you are sort of like being released to that bondage you get what i mean that you couldn't release yourself from it. Because I might say that this thing, this area is not affecting me and it has been affecting me all along i am Yes, I am this aggressive, not because I am aggressive. It's because of this, you know? So there's sort of like help when it comes to that and people underestimate it a lot. They they really do. And I think it's just showing away from your problems and not being vulnerable enough to open up to the next person because you are opening up to someone who does not know you, first of all, who does not have that soft spot for you. They will tell you as it, as it is and they won't even sugarcoat it. They will be helping you uh, unless all that is within you that is um, a problem. So I feel like therapy is very much important. And I heard you Aseko, saying that men don't like therapy because they feel like being an emotional person, uh, they're yeah, cold weak. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I actually like, if you're not an emotional yeah. man, like a weak, for me, a weak, if you are not emotional, a weak, like if like because you you are not emotional like when I ask Bamba daughter, I that's not a man shame. That's not a man because that is a very dangerous man. Imagine bottling about like 
how do you even function in a day-to-day -day life? You just bottle up everything. You don't even cry. You don't even vent. Like it just gets into you. Uh, there's trouble in there. I think that's the trigger for GBV and whatever that we are fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of the of the you know, of the I would say Paul you knows one of the causes of gender-based violence comes from being mental stable. Because some of guys bottle things in their mind and expect like and the like they to women they are afraid to go to therapy yeah well, they they want to show their strength through violence i would say through violence and yeah also, yeah and you, you know uh, sorry asiko the interesting thing that i learned last year ne? at nmu the statistics showed last year that there were actually there was actually more men on men violence as compared to men on women violence and that is shocking right that is astounding mm. people feel so i don't know overwhelmed by e -e 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 stereotypes and social norms and it stresses them to a point whereby even when men are gay they don't come out they just it's very like it's interesting i know it's a it's saddening but it's very interesting to know that it's more men on men violence the problem here is men <laughs> Men are the problem. <laughs> um, since we are on in, in the therapy topic, very crucial element to this podcast, like to this episode, it's very crucial. Everyone says we need to go to their to therapy, but don't address the lower syndrome, like uh, the people who can't afford it, like can't afford it, and there's no money for therapists, as you said. The government spends five percent on mental health. What are the options? What are your options? What what are options one can pursue, and how are they effective? It's a table question. Um. Okay. Uh, may I please just answer this, and then I will unfortunately have to leave you guys. I have another meeting at two, so I'm just gonna use the ten minutes in between to pray for that. Um, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group is very supportive, not only when it comes to mental health education, but just um, providing um, information to organizations that focus on mental health. So um, I will drop you the contact lines. Ne? Um, you can SMS them, you can email them, you can call them, and everything is toll-free. If you send them an SMS, they will call you back, and then you will get um, free counseling. You can literally just call, even if it's just to check your well-being, how you are, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think for me, honestly, South Africa, they have been the best organization that I've eyed um, to get to the people who don't even access to, who don't even have access to social media and stuff like that. Because the SMS, so I think I definitely recommend um, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. And if you were not informed about them before this conversation, please look them up. Okay, Ngos. Anyone? Yeah, um, I think, oh, sorry, sorry. Ulu, you know you can talk. <laughs> no, I wanted to say that um, Uzi can do the 
contact or the email, but I think I have the contact here with me. Um, should I say it aloud or you just link it? I, when will, you... I will drop it on the description of the episode. Yeah, I think it's very much important as well. Telephonic therapy, um, it's now a norm since we are dealing with the pandemic and all that. I feel like even the actual practice, they're actually uh, having telephonic um, therapy. And I feel like you can open more when you're on telephonic uh, therapy because it's just you and that person and you're not even actually facing them. So you can be honest as you are, like you can just be free, you know? So you you should link it up. I think it would be very helpful for people. Anyway, anything to say? Um, so for me, I don't know how it works in Kambi, like Ilali and so forth. Yeah? But I was very privileged to, like one of the GPs here in, in, in my hometown, I, I was able to go to him and tell him my situation. Mm. That um, I'm going through this and I'm not feeling physically sick, but I do need help. I need counseling. And he was very kind as to um, refer me to someone and check like from people that he knows. So I don't know Nobana Pilali and like smaller towns that is possible where maybe you can consult with the GP um, who can maybe then, or maybe just ask him if he knows of anyone he can refer you to. Um, but also, not everyone has medical aid. Understand what I'm saying? Like, not everyone has medical mm. aid. Um, not everyone has like those funds to pay for certain things. So, in that state, like, like situation as well. But um, this is my situation, and I'm looking for help of this kind. And yeah, because I was also very surprised that they like actually do that. I, I, well, I don't know, maybe they only do that here. Maybe it was being very kind, I don't know. But maybe one can also try that alternative um, because they, I think in the villages, it, it's pretty much like it's even more difficult because you and you get there, they're like, Hanya Mezela. And you're like, hey, I'm Sonia Mezela. Now I need to talk. Like, I need to, you know, I need help. You know what I mean? So yeah, I think um, as much as they can, like, avail that platform in the villages, it would be very great. And while availing it, work on a system that can, like, work long term. Because I was, was like as much as you can get these centers where can be like recreational centers where like children can come or people can come to do activities and to do like is the indoman that can take their minds off the thing but there's never a substitute for the fact that they need help for that specific thing so mm -hmm. i personally think that those are the areas that maybe we we should like focus on a lot because those are actually hot spot areas in terms of mental health and it's not spoken about enough mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. so yeah 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 and i feel like it dep depression like depression has been long more than i think two centuries two or three centuries but corona just arrived and and the officials are more concerned about corona more than mental health for example, uh, last year, 
last year since from March until April, April or May, people they know Abandu who lost their jobs, they committed suicide around 1,500. So mm-hmm. I feel like we need to be more to be more on the conversation of the mental health. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, uh, corona, corona, COVID is is deadly. Is deadly, but Illinois mental health depression is deadly because people mm-hmm. tend to not talk to people. And usually, in terms of where the thing of therapy, usually a band to want to be listened to. Like, nobody, let's say, nobody, like when saying those things won't help. The only thing the Illinois is that they will be more buzzed about They will, they Illinois, they will find more reason to kill themselves because no one wants to listen to them. No. So um also um uh, my closing question. Puri? <laughs> so you puri? Things today, but yeah. The impact of fatherlessness in homes and impact that has on youth. Yo, I think this is a broad thing that we have to engage in, ne? because obviously every child has a father, right? But mm. it's very sad that not all fathers are constantly there for their children or not everyone has their father around or Koyabon. Yeah. So this state of fatherlessness has like a psychological effect, especially on young people when they grow up they have to form that their own identity. I think in undergrad, we did this other theory by Freud. It's called the psychosexual uh, theory, whereby Freud believed that when the child is developing, they identify with the same sex, right? So if I'm a girl, um, I have to identify with my mother. That's when I learned the rules mm-hmm. of being a girl. Like, like high heels, yeah, but Orlando. It's because they're identifying with what with the mother. Now they can see that, oh, okay, I fit in this gender, you know, because I don't have a penis. This is my same sex. No, but I did not share. It's just the eight, you know. So, <laughs> so the boy child has to identify with the father as well. So now if the father is not present, that boy child is affected by it, you know? And it's not only the boy child, I think it even affects the girl child as well. But I was just passing by to say that um, having both side, both parents is very essential in a way when you are forming your own identity because you can identify with your own same sex. And mm-hmm. the aftermath of not being raised without a dad, it does affect you. It continues to affect someone from their adult, how they develop, you know, but I don't want everyone to get me wrong when it comes to this issue. I'm not saying that if you have a father, it will guarantee you that you'll be emotionally well, you know, and if you don't have a father, now you are doomed to having psychological problems. No, I'm not saying that, but there have been noticeable uh, effects when it comes to those who are fatherless and it can affect you. It cannot affect you. It depends because mm. I think I can relate much on this because I lost my father when I was three years or four, if I'm not mistaken, you see. Mm. So the way I handle it won't be the way as the B person will handle it, if you get what I mean. Yeah, so sometimes I, mean, I, people, I get you. You know, whether the father is absent or 
do uh, to death or anything. We are not going to handle uh, those things the same way because some people have the father being upset and they're not even affected at all. They're like, who cares, you know? And then some uh, who are experiencing those absent fathers, they're, they're impacted a lot. It can even cause like depression or suicidal thought because you like the person who's supposed to nature me, the person who's supposed to care for me, the person who's supposed to love me, now see me as someone who is unlovable because they're rejecting me, you know? So it can cause suicidal thoughts to others it can cause depression to others to some it can cause uh trouble with interacting with other people so it has that thing of you saying that i want to socially distance myself from people because i feel like i don't fit in this group you know fortunate for me all my friends have fathers you get me but mm -hmm. if it's affecting me, when they talk about their fathers it will trigger me you know mm -hmm. so if it doesn't I'm developing well adulthood my adulthood i'm developing well because it's not really affecting me i understand that they have fathers and i don't you know but there are some people who they feel like they don't socially fit in that cycle because they don't have the mother or they don't have the father and they feel like when they talk about their fathers they are mocking me in a way and it's not about you you know it's not even about that so with some they can just withdraw from being socially interactive with other people with some it does affect them to be lonely because they have that trouble with connecting to other people emotion at an emotional level because they feel like they've been rejected before whereas with some people it can be common that they have that psychological effect of feeling angry you know that people were just angry and you don't even understand why is this person always angry? they just angry have to uh, they just have that anger and all of it could be the hurt, you know, the pain to be rejected by that parent, you know, and with some, I think it's very much said because it can even manifest in various verbal outbursts, like you find that person is being aggressive, like it's beyond, like you can't even cope with this friend, like a little thing can trigger them and you're like, you know, even when you're in a relationship, maybe with a girl or a guy, and you don't understand why can this small thing make us fight to that person, it's triggering something to say that, okay, this person now doesn't see me as lovable. This person now wants to reject me. Why are you not picking up, picking up my calls? Where are you? You know, all those mm -hmm. insecurities. That's that what I mean. Because, that's why, yeah? that's why self-worth is important. Like self-love. That's why self-love self -love is important. It comes when, yeah. even though, even when you are in a relationship, whereas mm -mm. if I got going, definitely I'll behave. No, and, uh, yeah, but... I, I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting more, like, you know, in the career, you know, in other, in, in other way. You know? uh, uh, and what can trigger something. If you can do it, you know, like, okay, especially with because now i'm being aggressive toward you to say that okay this person now feels like nah, i don't deserve this love you know mm -hmm. and with totally violent like they can beat you up for that be it a boy child or a girl because sometimes we think like girls don't beat up guys or anything that those gentle guys who like and they won't even beat you back, but they just have that anger. 
it can be impacted by being fatherless and also what you have mentioned the self-esteem because some people they tend to internalize that abandonment to say that okay um i feel like I, I my father left me because of me you know he felt like i was not worthy of his love hence he left me i'm not worthy to be in a relationship with anyone i'm not worthy to be in a relationship with even like friendship you know even if it's a friendship or a relationship, they just feel like they have like they will have that low self-esteem because they have fear of abandonment. They don't want to commit to anyone. They don't want to trust anyone because the person who they trust the most, you know, mm. has neglected them, has um, rejected them. Because even with this, uh, there's this other developmental theory that we learn uh, as the first step of developing a child, which uh, you have to solve a psychological conflict or a crisis in between trust versus mistrust, you know? Mm -hmm. So when a child is zero to one year, to, to one month, yeah, if I'm not, one year or one month, yeah, but then they have to be natured, they have to be, to, 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 to be loved, that's when they develop the trust. Whereas if the child like all those things, they develop mistrust and it carries through with them, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's why therapy important because when we get this underlying issue we are able to analyze that okay this person have have suffered from mistrusting people from the get-go hence this marriage is not working hence this relationship is not working hence your friendships are not working because mm -hmm. you don't trust you are on your own you know you can't commit to anything you know those people are like and i don't have a best friend i i don't trust anyone you know mm -hmm. like they don't mm -hmm. trust in don't trust anyone at all you find that you're working sometimes with someone and like okay this person is gossiping about me no they're not you know i think my boyfriend is cheating even if they're loyal you can't even you don't even get the good gestures out of people the good gesture to you is like okay namaz lo yes yes yeah yes so i feel like it's, i hear you yeah it really impacts us in a very bad way and i feel like if you are one of those who are affected by that you can just go for counseling and uh, or go for therapy or anything just to you know to be self-aware you see even if me the passing of my father i think maybe it does not affect me but it can uh, be affecting me and i have to go for therapy to say that okay i am here for self-awareness you know not every time you go for counseling you have problems no you can just go for self-awareness who am i hence even in interviews they ask you who are you and like mm -hmm. <laughs> i'm <pulling>. like what <laughs> <laughs> you know are you like who is a circle yeah you yeah, you can't just say, um, I still remember this other time I went to this interview. I was applying for Bachelor of Psychology. I wanted to go for B-Psych, okay? the registered mm -hmm. counselor one. And then they asked me, what's my strength? I was like, okay, I'm a patient girl. You know what I mean? And they're like, okay, where does it stem from? Hey. So you can sign the other hey, and the yes, and yes, yes, but like do you get me? So it's about that. So if you're self-aware of yourself and the psychologist or the counselor has helped you unpack all those things, you're able to defend yourself in an interview to say, me, I'm a patient girl because of this and this and that. I've mm -hmm. been triggered about this. 
that's why I see that I'm an emotional resilient person. You know, they're able to trust that because oh, that you're self-aware. So yeah, I'm talking to the one end, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all. <laughs> okay. Um personally, I feel like Umufulis guys is amazing because she just says everything. You can truly see that she is a psych student because like the way she puts everything is the way that it should be put you know yeah. so i really <laughs> i can't add anything really she said it all truly mm. said it all 